Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. Here we are recording episode 30. It's crazy. It's literally mind-blowing. <laughs> um, and we have some pretty exciting news coming up. Um, I'm going to let you talk about that because you sent that email. So um, we talked about it, I think, probably early podcast within the first 10, I think, mm -hmm. um, we had talked about how we did a worldview, uh, quiz checkup with our, our youth group. And, uh, back then I had reached out to, um, the president of summit ministries, who's Jeff Myers, um, who when early on, like when I got saved, that was probably like the first, one of the first podcasts I even ever listened to. And it just, uh, gave me an understanding of what worldview was. So I reached out to him that was what back in July, August, and I didn't hear anything for the longest time. And then, um, and so I had written and then somehow through the loop, I had received an email through summit and it wasn't through like the summit ministries organization. It was actually through him. And I was like, I'm gonna send this email out again and see if he, <laughs> he responds. And, uh, so, uh, I sent the email out again and we got a response and he said that he would be willing to come on the show. I'm like super stoked and excited about this. Um, he said he'd be willing to come on the show. And, uh, so we're going to do a remote through zoom, which we got to figure out how to even do that. Cause we've yeah, never done that. We're going to practice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but this is where you guys come in and what we're, what I'm asking of you guys. So if you go to our, uh, Ignititude, Ignited Fortitude website. Okay. If you go on there, you're going to see a pop-up banner come up. Um, it'll say that you can subscribe to, to be a part of, uh, any kind of newsletter that we put out or whatever, guys, we will, I promise you, we will not spam you. Um, I think that's super important. Like we are not going to just send email after email after email. Yeah. But, but the reason why we did that is so that way we could get the emails. And then once you, once you do that, uh, within a day or so, I'll send out an email to you and in the email that I send out to you, um, cause you're going to get two. one, you're going to get an email that you subscribed. The second, you're going to get an email from us saying that we need your help. And in that email is going to be a link for you to click and you guys can actually do a worldview checkup. Now, let me be clear. It is anonymous, although it's going to put us in a big group so we can see whoever fills out the email. Um, it's going to show how we do as a group. Um, but the results are not going to be made known to anybody. Like we're going to have no idea who answered what or whatever. It will give you an opportunity to see kind of where you stand. It'll give you like percentages, like, um, either you answer the questions and it's a hundred percent Christian, or you'll answer it and say, Hey, like some of it was in this worldview. Some of your answers were in this category. Um, so I do ask, don't overthink the questions. Like I want, when you answer the questions, just answer them as you would instinctually want to answer that. Right. Because you can, you can go through there and look at the, the answers and be like, well, that's not really Christian, but we want to get, we want you guys and us as a, as a group, cause we'll talk about the, the totals. Um, we did this with the youth group. They don't, they don't see, nobody sees what your specific answers are, but It'll allow you to see, like, check yourself, do that inventory on yourself to to know where you stand and why. And when we talk with Jeff Myers, mm -hmm. we'll be able to get into more of why people think that way mm -hmm. and and how that affects the decisions you make. 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I think it'd be great. And then it's, you know, it'll be definitely interacting for all of us so we can all like really participate and, and get some out of it. Um, again, I'm super stoked. So again, guys, just go to the ignitedfortitude.com, go to the store, uh, you click subscribe. We'll also give you an additional 20% off that you'll have a code that you can use at any time because, you know, the codes that we put out are only like a month long. Um, but this one you'll have for whatever time. So you'll get another additional 20% off and then, um, and then just be looking for the emails that we're going to send, especially it's going to be titled, we need your help. Right. So, And that's going to be an, an interesting one. So uh, when we went to camp, Bobby uh, told told us he wanted us to read the book that um, Jeff Myers puts out on that, which is the secret, secret battle, battle of, of ideas. ideas, right? The secret battle of ideas. And um, that was a, a really good read. So like, I'm excited to talk to him about what, and when you told Bobby sent me a text message like, dude, Jeff Myers was like, yes, I'll come on. And I had literally just downloaded another <laughs> book of his that I wanted to read. So um, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it too. So this week, episode 30, we're going to talk, we're going to get back to staying on target, right? We've done, uh, we talk about scripture all the time. I mean, that's one of the most important things, but now we're going to talk about prayer and next week, worship. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some prayer. Um, and it's funny, you know, like when you're not looking for it, like you don't really notice it. Right. But then, so Bobby's like, let's talk, let's talk about prayer. Let's get in, staying on target. And, um, I did my Bible study this morning, this morning <laughs> <laughs> and it started in, in Luke chapter six, verse 12. That was the start of my reading. And the very first verse in verse 12 says, now it came to pass in those days that he, Jesus went out to the mountain to pray and he continued all night in prayer to God. Well, like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. God, like, let's talk about some prayer. And, but I started thinking about that and Jesus, the son of God, Jesus, God mm -hmm. prayed all night and, um, all night. Like I, I think, you know, I have always, had issues, especially about it praying in public, right? Like mm -hmm. in public, like praying in youth group, praying for people. And even on the podcast, that's why we started me doing it at the end, <laughs> yeah. right? So that I got more experience doing it, but it's always like a couple of minutes here, a couple of minutes there. And maybe, maybe people set aside some, you know, I'm a, uh, I, you have your little war room and you go in there and you sit down and you pray for 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Like our example is Jesus praying all not yeah, like, that one. yeah, like stay, you should just be staying in communication with God. And we've talked about that too, with like, you don't have to have a war room. You don't have to, you know, get on your knees and close your eyes, bow your head, cross your hands. You don't mm -hmm. have to do all of that to pray. Like I pray a lot when I'm driving. Yeah. It's like, well, I, yeah <laughs> you know what? Honestly, like that's probably the most that I'm praying is yeah, if I'm driving you, and stuff. You start thinking, your mind starts, and then you start like, well, let me pray about that. Let me, you know, and I, I don't even think a lot of the times I, I think just my, like, for me, my communication with God, like, I don't even realize like I'm praying, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm just talking to God, like, God, like, what, what about this, you know, and just staying in constant communication. Like, that's where, and then I immediately thought about what Amanda said last week, which was listen for him to talk back. Cause yeah. that's what it is, is communication, right? Like listen for him to, to talk back. And yeah. And I think, I think for most Christians, you know, you hear one of the things is like, um, 
you know, if anybody, if anybody, you know, like if it's like one thing that you probably lack, you know, a lot of people will say like, it's my prayer time. Like, I don't like have a specific time that I'm praying, you know, and it's hard, man. Cause sometimes like you said, it's time and then your mind just starts wandering. Like that's how, oh, my, yeah. that's how I mind know. is, you know? I, I know like even when I, when I go to bed, right. Like, oh, yeah. like I'm like, well, I'm just going to talk to God right now. You know, I can't fall asleep anyways, but it seems like as soon as I start talking to God, I'm out, yeah. you know, <laughs> You're like, oh man. Well, it's funny. Cause I, you know, Deanna and I, like, I'll try to, I'll try to make it a habit where we're in bed and then right before we go to bed, you know, we'll pray. And dude, I can't tell you how many times that I'm praying. And then I hear Deanna go, amen. <laughs> Cause I've fallen asleep. I've already started to doze off. Dude. So, and that happens, unfortunately that happens more times than not. Um, you know, so it is hard. So it's like, don't, you know, and that's why it's important, right? Like don't give God your last, you right. know, do it at the times where, you know, like don't make that time to just be, Oh, at the end of the day, you know, it should be something that's always consistent. And, and it's hard, especially like when you're trying to pray together with your spouse, cause I, I, there is a difference, like, um, you know, praying for your spouse and then being able to pray with your spouse. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, that's one question that I do get. Um, and I've gotten a lot recently with, with a, a buddy where he's like, man, like sometimes I just feel awkward. Right. Like, especially as, as, as a man, cause he's like, dude, okay, I want to be, I want to be the leader that God has ordained me to be, you know, and how do I do that? And, uh, he's like, how do I pray with my wife? Like, it's like, I just don't like, it feels awkward, mm -hmm. you know? And I told him like, dude, just grab her hands. Like just, if you guys are standing in the kitchen or wherever you're at, like, it doesn't matter. Just grab her, hold her, you know, and don't, it doesn't have to be formulaic. Like, Hey, let us pray. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, but like, just grab her, hold her and just, just pray like, Hey God, I just pray for our day today. And, and I pray that it goes well, whatever you're going to pray. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and amen, you know? And he's like, well, cause, and one of the questions too, it's like, well, sometimes she doesn't want to pray and I want her to pray. And it's like, don't do that. Cause right. then you're putting somebody in an awkward situation. It's like, Hey, if you're going to be the leader for, for the guys, right. If you're going to be the leader of your family, you just take the time. And then after you've developed the habit, because one of the things our wives are going to think is like, all right, how long is this yeah. going to go on, right? Yep. Well, we did it for a week. Good job. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, don't, don't put them in that position. But, you know, if anything, you know, pray with them. And then you can ask like, hey, is there anything that you want to ask? Or is there anything you want to pray for? You know, and if they're like, no, then just close it out, you know, or start it before or before you start be like, hey, before we pray, you know, what do you want to pray about? Is there anything specific? You know, yeah. I think, um, that's, that's good. And also, so like one of the things that I do, and if Kim is listening, she's going to, now she's <laughs> going to know is that, um, you know, a lot of the times when, like when my wife's having a bad day, like I'll come up and I'll just give her a hug and, but I'll be praying for mm -hmm. her during that. Like, and, you know, and it's amazing what happens usually. Like I, I, I mean, I know that the hug is going to release some of the tension that she's having, but I have noticed the difference from when I do pray for her and when I don't, I mean, she doesn't even know I'm praying for mm -hmm. her. You know, I just give her a hug and I'm praying for her. So now she's going to be listening and be like, so every time I give her a hug, are you praying for me right now? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm always praying for you, babe. Don't worry. <laughs> like, pray for you more than I pray for myself. So, um, but I think, you know, just like you said, being the example, getting in a routine, um, it is awkward sometimes. Mm -hmm. It is like, I mean, that's a, a lot of people consider their relationship with God such a private thing yeah. that they don't want to open it up to anybody, even their spouse, right? Like they don't want their, anybody to know how they talk to God and what they, what they pray for. And then I think a lot of times, and I know this was one of my biggest things was like, I don't want 
um, other people to hear my prayers and think that I'm being selfish, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or think that uh, he always has something that he wants to ask for from God. And yeah, I mean, I think that's what most of us, uh, most people pray for like, God, uh, I really want this job. Like, or, you know, help me get through this day. Help me do like there, you don't, that doesn't have to be your prayer all the time. It doesn't always have to be help, right? It's a petition. Like you could just petition God to tell him, thank you. Yeah. You know, like, Hey God, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking me up. I'm so grateful. You know, you don't have to ask for something. Yeah. And I think that's, what's, what's really good about being in a group. So, you know, there's men's uh, prayer here at a church, at our church. And I don't know if anybody listening, you know, maybe you should just should see when there's a corporate prayer, whether it be women's prayer or, or men's prayer, but it's good when you get together with a group of people and you consistently get together with them and you hear their prayers. Cause there you go. Cause it's like, not only are you listening to how other people, like I know I grew in my prayer life from going to men's prayer because I heard other men pray. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was really impactful for my life because I didn't know, you know, being, you know, growing up in Catholicism, we only prayed one prayer, really, you know what I mean? Or, well, a couple of prayers, but they were all formulaic. And so I didn't really know how to really reach out and have that conversation. You know, I remember one time right before, I think it was like right after we got saved or right before we got saved, there was a, a, a like a college kid that came over to our house that was selling these uh, these Christian books, you know, to help pay for some of the tuition or whatever. And I remember this girl, she came into the house, she, you know, presented us with some stuff. We bought some stuff and contributed. And then she's like, let me pray for you guys. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And she prayed and I just was blown away by her prayer. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you got this relation. Like that doesn't just happen. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I remember just thinking that like, man, that, that is prayer, you know, <laughs> having that conversation and, um, you know, so gathering with people you hear, and not only do you hear what other people are praying for, you know what I mean? Or how they pray, or like, it's like, man, like, I didn't even think of that. Like, I should consider that when I pray. Um, but even more so, you hear yourself pray. And I think that's a big part of of why we pray, right? Is because we have a, it gives us a, a proper understanding of like, what is it that we're wanting? True. Right. So like, think about this, like, let's say you're praying uh, and we'll, we'll get into it, you know, in James, one of the things that sticks out just as I'm even thinking about this um, is, is in James where he says, you know, you do not have because you do not have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Right. And then he says, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Right. And just thinking about that, it's like sometimes there's something that we're praying for. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a new circumstance, whatever the case is. Right. And God doesn't answer that. And that's what we're thinking. We're thinking, I'm going to pray for this and God's going to grant me what I'm praying. So we're ultimately using him like a genie. Right. You know, and then what we should be doing is like, man, God, like, okay, if this prayer, like I'm really asking for this and it's not happening then maybe my motive, like what James is saying here, maybe my motive's wrong. Like, what is the reason why I am asking this? And it gives you an opportunity to reflect, you know, mm -hmm. and hear yourself saying like, you know, because that's the indicator of how you're going to God and what you think of him by what you're asking of him or how you're communicating for him. Yeah. Like, I, that it immediately brought me back what you just said to the rest of like the Luke 6, where it's the, what is it? The Beatitudes or sure. Yeah. Sure. Where, you know, basically um, what you need to do is love your enemies, love, love. It's love. Right. Mm -hmm. And Jesus goes into it saying, you know, like 
for those who are blessed are you poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now for you shall be filled. But it all goes back to what your attitude is, right? Like it's, if you're living your life for Jesus, if you're living your life in that relationship with Jesus, with God, and your motives are right, then you're going to find that what you're praying for is not usually isn't going to be what you would what you want necessarily. It's going to be, I mean, you want it because it's the same thing that Jesus wants, but you want your prayers to be a reflection of Jesus as opposed to a reflection of the world and what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, so I like that's, uh, was part of my Bible study this morning. And I'm like, so now I'm like, like, what is it that when like, I, I wish I could have heard, when Jesus was there all night praying, like how right. that went, like, because going back to the, like, I don't think Jesus was talking the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Amanda was saying last week. Like, listen, right. Like, because, and I've talked about it before, like listening in the gaps, right. Mm-hmm. Like when, mm-hmm. when Jesus, when, when I was being told, when I was being guided to pray for the guy when we were in Tucson, <laughs> right. Like, and I was like, I was like, no, not me, not me, you know, but, um, you will feel that you will, you'll know it. You'll know what, uh, when God is speaking something, putting something on your heart, right? Like you have to spend, and that's meditation essentially, right? Spending that time just in the quiet, listening for what he's. Well, and I think, think about it. Like if we're praying, what are we ultimately wanting? And that's going to be in your prayer, Mm -hmm. right? And if you're, if your want is, the desire to have or whatever you're trying to get from God, that's a difference between, I just want God. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, hey, you know what? If 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 whatever it is that I'm asking for is only going to bring me closer to you, then that's ultimately what we should want. You know, and it's like the whole concept. Like I remember hearing this a long time ago where it's like, do you want to get to heaven because you just want to escape hell? Or do you want to be in heaven because that's where Jesus and God the Father are and God the Holy Spirit? Like, is that where you want to be? You want to be with them because what good is it? Like, think about a house. What good is it to go home and to have nobody there? Like, think about when you were a kid, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you're there and you're all alone, like what good is that? You know, you're out of the elements, you're, you know, you're in a safe place, but if there's nobody there, that's not home. You know, you want to be where family is. And that's what our desire should be. Like, I want to get to heaven because I want to be with Jesus, not because I want to escape hell. And I think that's what it is a lot of times. Like we we lose sight of that. You know what I mean? And it's like my relationship with Jesus has got to be so close because look at look at how close he wanted to be with me, right? And mm-hmm. he demonstrated that by going to the cross, you know? So I think as we're praying and, and we're looking at those things, it's like it's revealing my desire and what am I wanting? Am I wanting uh, the blessing or the one who's going to bless me? You know, right. and, and there you go, right? Like, so we're like, we're like, we need to listen because if it's just me constantly talking, then it's me trying to get my way, just like with our kids, mm-hmm. right? It's me trying to get my way as opposed to, hey, you know what? I want your will. And we talked about that before, right? We need to know God's will. It's funny because, you know, you were in 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 Luke. I'm doing, Deanna and I are doing a, a different Bible reading through the year. And it was Abraham, when Abraham and God, you know, is going to tell him what he's going to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and um, you know, God tells Abraham what's going to happen. And then Abraham starts pleading with God. You know, and, and that whole thing. And, and I remember listening um, to a pastor one time where he's like, you know, when Abraham started talking to God, it was his prayer, right? Because our communication, our prayer is our communication to God. And he's like, Abraham didn't pray 
and plead with God until he heard from God, you know? And that to me was super important because it's like, am I listening to God? Because well, I need to make sure that I'm praying in accordance to his will, not my will. And that's why James tells us, hey, you, you, even when you do ask, like you don't have because you don't ask of God, but even when you do ask, you ask a misc because your motives are all wrong. It's yeah. for your desires, not for God's desires, right? So it's like, hey, the things that I'm praying for, are they in accordance to God's will? Well, how am I going to know that? You know, and that's one of the things that like kind of the theme that we've, you know, taken hold of is like, hey, how are we going to stay on target? Like, how are we going to stay on that path? And it's like, you know, through scripture, because we need to know who God is and what he wants and what he desires. It's through the prayer, because now we're going to be able to communicate that. And then, you know, we'll talk about it next week about worship and what that looks like. But, you know, our prayer life is so huge. You know, one of the things like I know with me and my wife, you know, when our communication is down, our relationship is affected by it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and so when our communication is down with the Lord, it's going to be the same thing. You know, if there's ever those times where like you feel God is so distant, you know, and that's what you hear a lot. And I I know I felt that like, God, why are you so distant? It's like, you know what? He's always a constant. It's not him that's moved. It's me that's moved. And I got to ask myself, what has gone in the way of our relationship? You know, how is my Bible reading time? How is my prayer life? You know, because that's really going to come out of my devotion. And when, even if it's like, well, I pray all the time. I pray every morning at whatever when I get up. It's like, okay, but what are your prayers like? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, I think that's huge. Like going back to Abraham because I just recently did that too, mm-hmm. the, going through Abraham, and I was sitting there thinking, and I was like, man, like so many people are afraid to not necessarily uh, argue, but to question, right? Like everybody thinks like you can't question, like Abraham questioned. And there's, I think there's other examples and um, they they're slip away from me right now because I actually did a little bit looking into it. Cause I was like, there's other, there's other examples within the Bible where people have questioned mm-hmm. God. And, um, but it wasn't like God already knew, right. Knew what the answer was, but he, allowed that, like, because it was going to build the faith for Abraham, right? Like, so I think so many people think you can't question. I know when my dad died, I questioned, Mm -hmm. like, what is the point? Recently losing my, losing my uncle. What, I mean, I told you, like, it's all for good, right, Bobby? Like, that's (laughs) what I I literally (laughs) texted you. Like, it's all for good, right? Like, question mark. Like, but like that, I had that question with, like, I questioned, like, like how, like, how is that good? Yeah. You know, he leaves behind a son, he leaves behind a wife. Like where, like, where do I, I see the good? Like, um, and I, it's gonna, I'm sure it'll be revealed to me. And it's funny because I was talking to my mom about it recently was like, when we were going through it, like, yeah, that question is there, that question is there. But then when you look back and you can watch the movie, you know, like after, after you've, you've, finish the the trial that you're in and you look back, you can see where God was moving, where, what God was directing and um, what good has come from it. But I think too often when people get into that questioning state, they also get into the doubt and, and, and the backsliding and falling away where you end up in that position, like God feels so far away, but it's not, God's still there. Mm-hmm. You, your, your questioning, your doubt, your backsliding is what's moved, is what's moved. So get back into that and you have to want to know what the answer is, right? Like, um, if you're not, if you 
want to be a part of the world, like you're going to constantly look yeah. for the reason to be a part of the world. If you want to be in relationship with God, you're going to do what it takes to be in relationship with God. So I think that a lot of people um, feel like the, you know, the Lord's prayer is that's what Jesus gives us, gave the disciples and mm -hmm. us as an, as an example of prayer, but they've like, growing up Catholic, that was the prayer, right? Mm -hmm. Like that mm -hmm. every Sunday, that's what we said. And, um, but that's an example, right? Like, yeah, it's an example. It's not, it's not like, this is what you pray every time you pray. Yeah. Like, well, you know, and a couple of things with what you said, you know, like one of the things when you said, even about your uncle, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, cause it's, it's that, you know, you're hoping for one outcome, right? And then something else happens and it's like, it's a, it's a disappointment, right? Mm -hmm. It's a disappointment. It's like, but I was praying for, you know, yeah, but were you praying, you know, like, let's say you were praying, like, please don't let him die. Please let him get, you know what I mean? And, and that's what's hard, dude. And I'll tell you what, that is the hardest thing when, when people are sick and they come to the church and guess what? They're like, Hey, we want the, the pastors and, and whoever to anoint us with oil, you know, and they come and we pray for them, dude. And the hardest thing to pray is, you know, we're praying, Hey, let's say it's, it's something with cancer, right? And it's like, hey, God, remove this cancer, you know, give the doctors wisdom, you know, help their body to fight it. Do, we know that you can do a miracle, do a miracle, man. But then at the same token, it's like, but nevertheless, Lord, thy will let be. your will be done. You know what I mean? And it's hard, dude. It is so hard to pray that and to pray that for somebody because that's honestly, ultimately, but, that's the last thing we want. Right. And, it's, <laughs> no. but that's the, like, and I'm not going to, when I was up there with my mom and my aunt and my, my cousin and my uncles in the hospital and I did, I, I prayed and, but I, at the very, I always yeah. said like, but God, like, I know you have a plan, let your will be done. And like you said, when it happened, it's like, like, how is that your will? Like, because in our mind, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, he has this, this 13 year old son. He has, he has a wife, you know, like he's, he's there everything. Mm -hmm. And like, how is that? You know, like uh, in my mind, I'm thinking like back to my dad too. Like with my dad, it's like, like, okay, his sons are, are grown, you know, but he's still, you know, leaving behind his wife, his best friend. He's, he's leaving behind his family, his grandchildren, like, but that one almost made more sense to me, mm -hmm. like the cancer, right? Like, but this one was such a surprise for mm -hmm. all of us that it was like, it's like, how is that? Like, and, and that's, that's where my, my, my mind went when I sent you that text message. Like it's, it's all for, for good. Right, Bobby? Like, <laughs> and, well, and think about and what I, happened that week too. Like that's right on the heels of two kids in our youth group that just lost their dad. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I mean like that last, look, last month was heavy, right? Mm -hmm. And all that's happening. And you're right, dude. In those moments where it's like, how can this be your will? Yeah. You know, but here's it. We, we don't know. Like, Dad. we don't know. But, but when we communicate that to God and we're praying and we're praying, hey, I know that you're all powerful. I know you can do this. I know that there's nothing with that, like is too big for you. Right. But here's the thing when it's like you communicating that to God. And I know for me, right? Like with the podcast, let's just say that, right? We like, commu I communicated to you. I was thinking, and I had this idea, boom, right? And then when you're like, all right, let's let's do it, you know, mm -hmm. and jumping on board because of that communication, that's what brought this here. Think about that, right? In us communicating to God and saying, nevertheless, let your will be done. What are we communicating? 
that even if he chooses to do something different, God, I need you to help me to be okay with what it is that you are going to choose, right? right? Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. And and our reaction to the things that happen are the evidence of, do you really want my will or not? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? You know, and, and all those things, guess, guess what? Like all those things, it's like, and even if it's, you know what? I handled that horribly. You know, you can look back maybe to a prayer or maybe like even with your uncle, you know what I mean? And you can look back and be like, man, I need to be more reliant on God. You know what I mean? And, and it's a process. And look at Job. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, look at him. He lost everything, everything, you know? And 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 going through that that heartache, right? But he still kept that communication with God. He wasn't, I mean, obviously he was like, dude, what in the world are you yeah. doing? You know, but there you go. Like, you know what? Naked I came into this world and naked I'm going to leave it. Like, I didn't bring any of this stuff with me. Like, you give, you take away. Uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, dude, seriously? You know what I mean? Like that's that's the position that we need to be at, but that's going to come to having that communication and knowing what to pray for. Right. Right? I think looking at Job too, like, I mean, because I'm in that one right now as well, <laughs> but looking at Job, I'm sitting there going like, man, like, and it's easy for us to feel bad for ourselves. Right. But oh, like yeah. when you look at Job and like what, what he went through, like, I mean, he's like cursed as the day I was born, you know, like, <laughs> like, like he didn't want to be alive anymore and understandably, but he never, never turned his back on God. Yeah. Right. Like, like, Hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Like I get that. There's so many of so many things that happen in people's lives um, that, you know, especially, especially when you lose your entire family. I mean, that's what happened with Job other than his wife, he lost them all, right? Like lost all of his kids, lost all of his livelihood. And then his friends are turning their back on him. Like telling him like, well, you must've done something bad, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, cause yeah. this doesn't happen to normal people. Yeah. Uh, like, so like, but, and he was upset and he was like, like, man, I'd rather be dead, mm -hmm. but and, go ahead. And the one thing like, that I absolutely love is, is right towards the end where he's pleading with God. Right. And, uh, I, dude, I, I absolutely love that part where God's like finally answering back and he doesn't give him the answer that he wants, but he, God's like, all right, Job, since you got all the knowledge, where were you when I parted the sea? You know what I mean? When yeah. were you, where were you when I, you know, decided to tell the water where to stop? And how much it was going to be. Where were you when I did, you know what I mean? And it's like giving him that perspective. And then I love it, dude. He's so beautiful because he's like, man, before I I heard about you, but now I see you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like after all that he went through, you know what right. I mean? And I think that's the thing. It's like, dude, okay, God, like you're obviously doing something. What are we doing? And I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, but that, I mean, I wasn't going to even get to that part because I haven't finished <laughs> oh. Job yet. So, <laughs> but I, it's just the fact that... Um, you're allowed to have those feelings, right? You're yeah. allowed to have like, man, the, it's what you do with them, right? Are you going to communicate with God about it or are you going to wallow in it and then, you know, take some drastic measure that we don't want anybody to take, right? Like if you rather, like you're allowed to feel that way, feel like that loss, feel those feelings, but communicate that with God and see what he says back. Like, what you just said with Job, right? Like Job now knows God, Yeah, you know? And I think that's, that's huge. I, I, I just, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is I think so many people have like the wrong idea 
of what um, having a relationship with God, with Jesus, what, what that is, mm -hmm. right? Like so many people think like it's going to be – you got to do X, Y. It's a book of rules. It's, it's um, so like – so restrictive it's got to be a certain way and it's not well like, i think about it but but like let's make it on an evil playing field right we thought that oh yeah. before we came into it you yeah. know what i mean you know because that's a, i mean think about that like that's exactly what, like why do i need to go like i don't want it like you were afraid to dive in because you don't want to give up stuff right where it was really like not until you give up do you really gain yeah you know? and i but and that, and that's why i'm that's why i'm trying to explain to people like you're like if we're not, I'm not sitting here telling people like, yeah, my life is great because I have the days, the struggles I have. I, we have the same struggles as the person that doesn't believe in God. Yeah. Essentially the same struggles. The difference is what do we do with that? How do we handle that? And who do we turn to for help? Right. Uh, what do we turn to, to, you know, are we turning to God or are we turning to alcohol? Are we turning mm -hmm. to God or are we turning to drugs? And I think so many people um, are afraid that, or they have an idea like it's supposed to be, um, I'm going to, I have to, I have to pray so much. I have to, I have to read so much. I have to worship so much. Right. Like, like, you're going to want to do that. Not that you have to do it. You should be doing it. And you'll learn as like, when you come into that relationship, like that when you do those things, you grow more and you understand more. And you, you, a lot of the times, like, I mean, I'm prayer has always been my weakest thing mm -hmm. always. Like I, but when I think about it, like, my idea of prayer yeah. has been the weakest thing. Like my idea of praying, like we do at the end of the podcast or before we go in a group or whatever, like that idea of prayer is weak, but my, my prayer life is good. Like I talk to God all the time and, you know, um, people, we just recently got back from that trip. Right. And people, uh, when I tell them that I drove 29 hours straight through, they're like, how did you do it? Like, I talked to God the whole time. Like that's, I mean, that's what <laughs> I did. Everybody was asleep, yeah, like yeah. while everybody was sleeping, like I had, I had music playing, Christian music playing. I was just talking with God. Like, so like my, my prayer life is when I say it's weak, like I, th because it's the, it's still the idea of what I think. Yeah. The formula, the, yeah. Prayer is supposed to be right. Like, and that's what I think a lot of people struggle with. And that's what I'm like, I want people to understand is like, like there, you don't have to kneel and fold your hands and bow your head. You don't have to do certain things to be in prayer. Mm -hmm. um, and the same thing with your relationship with, with Christ, right? Like your relationship, like your relationship with Christ is probably different than mine, right? Like the, how we portray it or what it, what it looks like. But look at like your kids, all of your kids have a different relationship with you, sure. right? Yeah. Like that's, it's going to be different. Um, per person. So I think that's one of the things like, sorry, I went off on this whole no, okay. like tangent, like what, because I think for a lot of people, it's the idea, what they don't understand is like their idea is what isn't correct. Well, and right? that's or, like, well, and, and just thinking about our relationship, like you brought up a good point, like, you know, look at our relationship with our kids. Right. And it tells us that, uh, that God holds no partiality. 
right? So he's not, if anything, like he's not like judging our relationship between like, well, Steve does this, Bobby, and you don't do this, right? In a sense, it's going to be like, what do we tell our kids? The perfect example, right? With the reading. It's like, oh, okay. Maybe you have, you know, two of your kids, right? And one reads consistently and the other one doesn't read. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's not going to be fair to say, hey, you do this, but you're not doing this. But what you will tell that child is like, look, I, let's put your other sibling aside. Let's just talk about you right now. Like you spent, you know, 20 hours in the week playing video games, but you didn't even take 30 minutes a day to read. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're going to end up doing. And so like, if anything, like how God's, this is, I'm just assuming, right? He's not holding partiality where it's like, he's, it's not like, hey, they're doing this and they're doing this and you're doing this, but you're not, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's more in the sense of like, look at how you give your adoration to other things. You know, and we'll talk about this when we do worship, right? It's like, because we worship constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody worships, but it's going to be like, what do you do with the things that you hold most valuable? Because those things, and my wife tells me, she tells me all the time. She's like, look, you make time for the things that are important to you. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> I get what you're saying, but there's things that I'm like restricted, to. but she's got a good point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She's not saying, you know, one thing my wife has always said, like, look, I'm not asking for set things or this or that. I'm just asking that the same effort that you give into, you know, all the other responsibilities that you have is that same effort that you're putting into the family, into our relationship or the relationship with the kids. And it's like, dude, I mean, and that, think about that. You know what I mean? Like that's, if anything, with our relationship with God, that's what it's, it's looking on. So, you know, with prayer, you know, like, how are you coming? How are you communicating? You know, because here's the thing. If you're on social media, you're communicating with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So think about that in relationship to God and you'll communicate with people. Like, think about it. If we were here and we were waiting for somebody to come in, we'd probably take our phones out, you know, and then get on social. Like we see kids do it all the time. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And they get distracted by that because they don't know how to sit quietly and just appreciate the silence, you know? Right. Or communicate face to face. Or communicate face to face, right? So yeah. then, you know, and you see, yeah, dude, communicate face to face. You, you see, see it, like anywhere you go, you go to a doctor's office and you go and you sit down in the waiting room and everybody's looking at their phone. Or you go, you go at a restaurant and you see couples sitting at the table and they're not even talking, but they're on the phones. Yep. You know what I mean? Things and like then that. they're talking about something that, like, oh, look, look at what so-and-so is doing. Like, like communicate with each other. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And it happens, dude. So, you know what I mean? So, so just, I mean, just remember like everybody is communicating. And so how are we communicating to God? There's a couple things, you know, you had, as you were talking a little bit earlier, I was thinking about, um, I remember Chuck Swindoll talking about Corey Ten Boom. Uh, she was the one that, um, you know, her family had held some Jews, you know, and, and put them in their house and was trying to keep them and stuff. And then they ended up going into concentration camp. Like it was just crazy, but um, she was actually able to survive it. All the rest of her family ended up dying in the concentration camp, but she survived it. And Chuck Swindoll said one time that she went up to him and uh, she was going to his church and she grabs his hand and she's like, hold everything loosely. She's like, that way it doesn't hurt so much when the master pries it out of your hand. It's like, <sighs> you know, he's, and she says, hold everything loosely, your kids, your family, your spouse, you know what I mean? And, and man, I remember just listening to that. That's huge, you know, and just thinking about that, like, God, I don't know what your plan is for today. I don't know what your plan is, you know, but let, you know, more than anything else, let my walk with you be the most important thing. Because when my relationship with God is is 
on point and where it should be, it makes me a better husband. It makes me a better father, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I always pray, you know, even even if me and my wife are praying, it's like, I don't want my wife to be the wife that I want her to be. I want her to be the wife that God has called her to be. You know what I mean? And I know that that's going to be, if she's walking in that, that's going to be perfect. I want to be the husband that God has called me to be. You know what I mean? And knowing that, so our, our desire should want to be, you know, to have that closeness with him. Uh, you know, another thing that you, that when you were talking to, I was thinking about, um, and I always get confused. I think it was Elijah, Elijah, when, uh, he, you know, he had the whole, uh, encounter with the prophets of Baal and God brought down fire and, and all this other stuff. Right. And, uh, and then Jezebel comes after him. He, he runs off, right. Elijah runs off. You're talking about a man of God that just like did this. God just used him in a mighty, mighty way. Right. And uh, Jezebel's chasing him and, and going after him to kill him. And he gets to a point where he's like, God, I just want to die. Like, you know what I mean? And he struggled with that. And then, you know, God, you know, caused him to rest. And and then, uh, you know, all this stuff happened. Like there was this fire. There was this whirlwind that came out. And 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 in that part of, of, of scripture, it talks about like, you know, this fire came and God wasn't in that. This whirlwind came. God wasn't in that. But in the silence, that's where the Lord was. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you know, talking about like you listening in the gaps, it's like, Hey, you know what, when I'm reading and I'm able to communicate, I'm hearing back from God, then guess what? Our communication is back and forth. But if I don't read my Bible and I don't know what to pray and I'm not like, I don't have his word and, and a desire of knowing him, then it's just me communicating. And guess what? I'm making up God who I want him to be and not allowing him to show me who he is. You know, right. And knowing who he is through the scriptures, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's like, why they that's, go hand in hand. That, yeah. The whole Bible just is a explanation of God to us, yeah. essentially. So uh, and that's what one of the things that I've I've come to realize as I've as I've grown is that like man, like you can see throughout this whole book how God deals with his people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and what his, who he is. And, um, but yeah, that's, but if, like you said, if we don't, if we don't know who he is, if we don't know what his will is, if we don't, then we're praying wrong. Yeah. We're not, all we're doing is asking for stuff usually. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So let's, let's talk about a few, a few like practical things. You know what I mean? Why is prayer so important? You brought it up right in the beginning, right? Like if Jesus prayed and he prayed all night and he prayed at various times, like he, you know, we see that Jesus is praying before he's going to choose his disciples. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We see him praying before he's going to go to the cross. We see him at, at, at different times going and getting away and praying, right? right. Not just when something big was going to happen, but going away and, and praying. Right. So if it's important for Jesus to pray, then it's definitely 100% important Important for us to pray. When the disciples asked Jesus to show him something, for for him to show them something, what was the thing that they asked? To show, teach him how to pray. Teach us how to pray. That's what they went to. Hey, they could have said, hey, show us how to walk on water or show us how to, you know what I mean? Um, Feed people with a a kid's lunchable. You know what I mean? They could have done anything, but they're like, no, teach us how to pray. Right. So that's the thing that the disciples saw in Jesus that they were asking, Hey, teach us those things. And he does. And we know that the Lord's prayer, he, he, he gives them, like you said, right. Not, uh, uh, a mandated prayer, right? Like this isn't the way that you need, like, this isn't the prayer to pray, but when you pray, pray in this manner, right. He gives us an example. There you go. He gives us an example of what to pray, you know, always put God first, you know, our father, 
whore in heaven. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, so, so thinking about that, um, you know, Hey, you start, you start with God, right? He's our father. Um, you know, he's in heaven and here's the thing. Uh, it's a hallowed be, hallowed, I mean, I know I could recite it cause I've said it yeah. for years. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, uh, hallowed be thy name, you know, and that's important, right? Like God has a name. If he has a name, he's a person. He's not just some entity. He's not just some person like, and guess what? His name should be kept holy. Right. And just even thinking about that, like with my kids, when they go out and they're doing something, Hey, you represent me. Right. And you you better keep my name in good standings because when you go out and you do something dumb and and people see you and they know that you belong to me, guess what? They're the first thing they're going to be able is like, do their parents even know? Or obviously they let their kids do whatever they want. Well, guess what? Then in that sense, right? You're you're not keeping my name holy. So that's what it says. You know, hallowed be thy name. You know, hey, he has a name. He is a person, and he is our father. Right. So guess what? Like, help me, Lord, help me to not, I love, if you ever get a chance, look at how uh, Tony Evans breaks down this, this part of scripture, the, our father, because he's like, Hey, help me to not uh, shame you because I know if I'm in control, I'm it's, it's cool the way he brings it up, but right. Uh, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. um, I'm looking at Luke 11. Uh, Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Right. So, and just, if you break each little part down in those things, it's just like, ask yourself, what is he saying? Cause again, it's, it's an example of like, Hey, when you're praying, pray, pray and consider these things in what you're praying for. Right. So he talks about, you know, about God starting with God. Um, Hey, you know, kingdom. Yeah, the kingdom, right. Hey, God's kingdom's coming and it's going to come again. And so guess what? That helps me focus on his kingdom and making sure that I'm doing his will. Right, mm-hmm. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. So that means that it's about God's will, not my will. Right. So I'm focusing on that, and like, and it helps put me in that proper perspective. Um, what else? Give us this day. Give us our day. Give us day by day our daily bread. Okay. So if you're going to get need. bread, make sure you're getting nature's own bread because that's what I deliver. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but uh, so you know, give us our daily bread. Like, hey, we need, uh, we have to be fully dependent on you to provide for us. And obviously back then they lived in a, you know, a a time of agriculture where like they were relying on the land. They didn't have Campbell soup and all this other microwavable stuff that we have now, but you know, just knowing like, Hey, I need you to provide for me daily. Right. Forgive Uh, our sins. Forgive us our sins. Right. And, and check this out, man. Right. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those or so forgive us our trespasses as those for who, as we forgive, as we forgive those, those who trespass, trespass against, against us. us yeah. Right. So here's the thing, like, God, forgive me my sins. And I know that you're going to forgive me in the same way that I forgive others. So if I forgive others just a little bit, guess what's going to, guess yeah. what I can expect. Right. So I don't want for God to forgive me for just a little bit. If God is willing to give me an abundance of forgiveness, then that means I need to be willing to meet people in that same manner too. Right. And that, so, you know, you can kind of look at this and like, Hey, you know, part of your prayer should be, you know, your relationship to God. You know, they talk about the, the vertical and then the horizontal, right? Mm-hmm. So some of it is, is in relation to God. And guess what? If all that stuff I'm considering his kingdom, 
you know, keeping his name holy, relying on him to provide for me. Now my responsibility is to those around me, right? And the way that I I show my love for God is going to be through those relationships that I have, right? And so forgive me, Lord, as I forgive others. Like, I wish he could have not said that, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it's in there. And then uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Right. And so that's hard, right? Because sometimes people are like, what does that mean? Does God lead us into temptation? And we know that in James, it says, hey, God does not tempt you, right? Do we go through trials? Do we go through tests? Yes, we do. I like the way it's put in Spanish. It's like, no nos dejes caer en tentación. So it's like, uh, don't let me fall into temptation, right? Is more of the translation in Spanish. Um, so don't allow me to fall, which means I need to be reliant on you to help keep me afloat, to keep me on the path, right. you know? Um, right. And so like, just keep, just consider that in your prayers. Right. And so like it hits every area of our life, you know? Um, and even, and even in that, I think in Matthew and Matthew, it's funny because before, so that's in Luke 11. Um, he also, uh, this whole passage is recorded in Matthew in Matthew chapter six, verse seven. But before he goes into that part, in Matthew, this is what it says, chapter six, verse seven, it says, when you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them for your father knows exactly what you need. Even before you ask him, pray like this. And then he goes in, in the passage of Matthew, it's in there. So it's like, consider the prayers that you're praying, that you're praying, that your prayers aren't just formulaic. Right. Like, let it be something that is coming from the heart, from the, from, you know, like what you have in here, you know, Jesus says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. And let that be the case for what you have in here. And even if you're like, man, my prayers seem like so superficial. I'm just thinking about myself. Good. Take that time and think about like, man, how do I, how do, how do I get things in accordance to your will? Right. So we kind of break, broke, uh, that a little bit down. Uh, one prayer that I think about is is Peter, right? Peter's walking on water. Oh, yeah. And what does he do? He, he's walking on water, and then what happens? When he sees the waves, he begins to doubt, and he starts to sink, and he's like, Jesus, help me. Right, so, <laughs> like, and, and, right, so it's like the shortest – it's like the shortest verse – no, Jesus wept is the shortest verse in, in, in Scripture. So I think Peter's is, is the next shortest. But it's definitely the, the shortest prayer recorded in Scripture. It's just, Lord, help, Right. So, which shows us, and listen, Jesus didn't listen to him and go, mm, I didn't hear any these and thous, so I don't know if you're really sincere. You know what I mean? It, it came from a place where he's just like, Lord, help. And that's like the easiest prayer that we can possibly pray, right? And sometimes like, it's funny, like, it's not funny, I guess, but you know, you hear people pray and there's like this like elaborate, and seriously, like sometimes you hear people pray and it's like, man, they were like so eloquent, you know? But when I think about prayer, it's about coming to our father, right? Like my boys, they don't come to me and they don't go, father, can we please have some delicious frozen dairy known as ice cream? So that, you know what I mean? Like they don't come to me like that. They're like, hey, dad, after dinner, can we go get some Dairy Queen? And it's the answer is yes, almost every single time. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's how God wants us to speak. It's like, there's no these and thous, but you know what I mean? Why do we, if we're God's children, why do we go to him like that? Why do we give him that? It's like, that's you don't talk like that. Yeah, I think, well, I think again, that goes back to what people think the idea of there you prayer go. is. There you go. Right. Like it's not, it's about communication. Like I, that's what I was saying when you were talking about like 
Jesus tells us it doesn't don't be the don't do the repetitive prayer. Like mm -hmm. if that was like if you prayed the same thing every day, right? And um, that's just like me seeing you every day and be like, "Hi, Bobby, how was your day?" And like it was like you know the same thing every single day. Like not even asking you a question. If I'm just like, "Hey, my day was good. How was yours? Um, can you help me with this?" And okay. Amen. And then like every time I see you, that's exactly what I say. Like that's not communication, right? Like yeah. that's, and I, I think looking at it from that standpoint, like what, how do you want to be communicated with? Right? Like, if, do you want God to tell you the same thing every time? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and, um, then sorry, like that I read that this morning the one with, the, <laughs> with, uh, with Peter, Peter where it was. So it's in Matthew 14 and, uh, <laughs> it cried out saying, Lord, save me. Yeah. That's it. Like that was his prayer in that moment. Lord, save me. That was his communication to Jesus as they were both walking on water. And then Peter was like, Oh, wow. The, these waves are getting kind of big. And he starts to say, and then what does it say right after that? <laughs> and immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? So, but the big keyword is like the two words right after it says, Lord, save me. And immediately. And immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. So listen, the short prayer, right. Yep. Wasn't and formulated. Listen. And then boom, immediately God responded. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, and we got to know that too. Like God, every prayer that you pray is going to get answered. Might not get answered in the way you yeah. want it to. And here's the thing. You got to just know, like, man, I know that there was things that I prayed for. Who knows at, at being in high school, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. That would have prayed for. I'm glad God didn't grant those, those prayers. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because he knows best, you know, and, and we have to, you know, allow him to be the one that is guiding that. You know, and just, and just knowing that, but guess what? So you are going to get an answer and it might be no, mm -hmm. <laughs> it might be not right now, or it's going to be yes. <coughs> right. Most of the time it's going to be wait, yeah. you know, <laughs> not Patience. right now. <laughs> we talked about that one already. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, just, just, you know, consider some of those things where, when, when you're praying, you know, and just knowing like, Hey, God, is this in accordance with your will? Most importantly, right. Is it in accordance to your will? And, and. And what is it that you desire? Because I want what you want, you know? Um, what are some other other things? Jesus, um, man, I had another one that I was thinking. Oh, this is what I was, the last, one of the, the things that I was thinking is um, in James also. Uh, so in James chapter four is where he talks about prayer. So it's James chapter four, verse one, all the way to verse three, where it talks about um, uh, what is causing quarrels and fights among you and it's talking about because you have these desires and you don't have uh, you don't have what you want because you're not asking. You know, and we talked about that earlier in the podcast. Well, in James 5, I love what he says here. He says 517, it says, Elijah, um, well, I'll go to verse 16. It says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results, right? So the prayer of a righteous person, right, has great power and produces wonderful results. Verse 17, Elijah was a, was a human as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Right. And just thinking that, and, and James is making the point, like, look, Elijah wasn't some supernatural human. He wasn't, you know what I mean? He wasn't this, this, you know, anomaly. 
He was a person just like you and me. And that's what he's trying to say. Like, but guess what? Like, be in right standing with the Lord. You know, have have uh, you know small accounts of of what your sins are on a constant basis, right? So you're not being further away from God, right? And you're you're walking in in accordance to His will. And guess what? Hey, the righteous prayer, the the prayers of a righteous person, right, produce wonderful results. Like that's what that's what the Bible says. You know, so hey, like if I want to be used by God in that manner, right? Like I'm not gonna pray that the rain stops. You know what I mean? Because that's not God's will. You know, right. that was during that time. But man, I can definitely be praying. Hey, God, fill me with Your Holy Spirit. Is He gonna answer that? Right? Hey, I don't see why He wouldn't. Jesus tells us, hey, if you being evil can give good gifts to your kids, how much more would God, a holy God, want to give you when you ask for good gifts? Right. You know what I mean? But you gotta ask for it. You know, and, and our greatest desire should just be like, Lord, I just want to be as close as I can possibly get to you. Sometimes that's scary, dude. Right. I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk about worship, right? But like, so what you're asking for, is that going to draw you closer to him or further away from him? No. Like, like you I think you mentioned it at the very beginning. A lot of the times what we pray for, uh, what a lot of people pray for are physical things of the world, right? Like. I want this job. I want this. I want this. Like, think about, think about like big picture, right? Like we always have like that five meter view. Mm -hmm. um, get that, that hundred meter, that thousand meter that view, view yeah. of what, what is the big picture? Like if you get that job, like, are you, are you going to have to work weekends? Are you going to like, yeah. what are the things that are going to, what are the things that are going to suffer? Like, Ultimately, like when you look at that, do you think that's what God is going to want for mm -hmm. you? You know, I mean, I think, I think sometimes there's things that, um, God allows to happen. So that way, I mean, because it's ultimately he sees the big yeah. picture, right? Sure. Like, um, and we're allowed to make decisions, right? We're allowed to decide for ourselves what, what we're going to do or how we're going to do things. Um, so think about that guys like what is it that you're going to do what is, what is it that you want or when god tells you no are you going to do it anyways you know i mean i'm bad about not necessarily about that but like when it comes to things like remember i wanted a truck right <laughs> like i wanted this one truck and it was like my dream truck and i was like oh man i'm gonna go get this truck i'm yeah. gonna go get this truck and i just kept like talking about it i was like working myself up for it and like i could have Forced it. Forced it and made it happen. There was a point in time where I felt like God closed that door and was like, no, yep. you're not getting this. And I was like, okay, cool. Walked away. Yep. That was it. And, and you did, yeah. Yeah. It, but but I could have forced it. Like, I felt like, because I, of course, like, I'm just like everybody else. I pray for things I want. Like, God, like, uh, you know, hey, I want this truck. You know, like, this is my dream truck. Like, you you know my thoughts. You know my dreams. This is it. This is it. And for my, for trucks and when he closed that door, I was like, okay, okay. I'm happy with what I got. Yeah. And, and you know what? And, and here's the thing. Here's here's the beautiful thing of, 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 you know, everything that we've talked about too is like, we won't be happy with the answer sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. But don't ever forget, Jesus was in the garden and he prayed to the Lord. And he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. He knew what he was about to endure. And he asked, he asked, hey, if there's any other way, let it pass. And in that moment, God could have been like, you know what, Jesus, just tell everybody to be good people. You don't have to go to the cross. Tell everybody they just need to be good. Tell them that their good deeds have to outweigh their bad. He could have said that. 
and he didn't. And and Jesus prayed and God stayed silent. No response. And Jesus says, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, let your will be done. Not my will, but your will, right? When Jesus was hanging on the cross, right? God, God, why have you forsaken me? No answer, right? So don't feel like sometimes when you don't hear things, especially in difficult situations and you don't hear, just remember, we have a high priest that sympathizes with us because he has endured the same things that we have gone through and on a much deeper level, you know what I mean? But just have that in the back of your mind too. Like, okay, God, if this is the case and this is what you choose, just help me to go through this and stay with me and help me to stay next to you. I think that's like the perfect place to start. <laughs> nice. like I do. Like, I think, I mean, going from me praying about a truck to what Jesus was praying for is definitely a good place to stop. Cool. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for, um, for listening. We hope you're still listening. Don't forget, uh, guys, if you go onto the website, um, uh, we're not trying to spam you. All we're trying to do is to try to just, uh, uh, be able to, as a group, participate, right? So it's not just, you know, the, the yeah, efforts that- of us doing our worldview survey. Yeah, so that way it'd be a collective thing and, and we're all doing it together. And you kind of have buy-in in that sense because it's like, oh, he's going to talk about worldview. Where do I stand? And you could probably trick your kids to do it too. Like if you have kids, <laughs> be like, hey, we're going to do this as a family and let's just see where we're at, right? That's good too. And mm-hmm. and just have it plugged in there. So so you can definitely pass that on. I, I'm hoping that it'll, that that link doesn't get like- that there's no limit to it, right? But we'll see what happens. But hey, you guys, if you do have a problem, just message us on theignitedfortitude at gmail.com. And if you're having a problem with the link and we'll try to send it to you a different way or figure out what's going on. Uh, but you guys uh, put that in. Uh, if you guys have any questions about Worldview, uh, you can submit those questions um, to us also, whether it's through uh, social media or on um, on the Gmail account also, and submit those questions so that we have some good questions for him. Also, Bay Forrest is going to come back on. He was a Phoenix Suns, um, former Phoenix Suns player. He's going to come back on in two weeks. So if you have any questions for him, guys, send those in also, and we'll we'll have him answer some of those questions. And I think we mentioned it on the last one, but if you guys buy something and it's not coming correctly, please let us know so we can get that fixed and get it replaced for you. Um, that's, that's it. That's it, man. That's it. So all this talk about prayer, dude, all this stuff, no pressure. No pressure. Like, it's going to be like real quick. Watch. <laughs> oh, God. you know what? I do got to say something. Thank you. <laughs> I, I do got to say something. Also, when you're praying at a meal, look, don't let that be the demonstration of your closeness to God, right? <laughs> don't do that to people, right? Like short and sweet at, at the table. Like people want to eat. That's what I love. Like, so when, when we first got saved, sorry, we're going to go real quick here. When we first got saved, like I, I started praying like in front of, for our meals, like we have dinner together every night and I'd be like, I'd go into this long, thank you for today. Thank you for keep staying. And then like, like I could tell people, like the kids were like, come on, dad. Like, so now like, you hear like so, <laughs> so now like my kids pray and it's like quick. It's like, God, thank you for today. Thank you for this food we're about to eat. Please keep us safe in Jesus mighty name. Amen. <laughs> like, it's like so quick. And I'm like, yes, good job guys. Like, because it, at that time, like my idea of prayer sure. was like, Hey, let me get it all out. And like, now I'm just like, all right, let me talk to God real quick. And in this moment, because I'm saying it out loud for other people to hear. Yeah, so. for sure, dude. No, it's just funny. There, quick story, dude. Uh, Pastor Ryan, it was, it was Pastor Ryan, his wife, my wife, and we went over to IHOP and uh, we were 
you know, we went to go get something to eat and they all got their food before me. And it's like, all right, well, we got to pray. It's like, well, then I'm going to pray because I'm going to pray until my food comes out. I'm not going to let you guys pray. So I like prayed this long prayer. You know what I mean? Uh, It's funny too, because Diesel, Diesel, man, he's so like, God, I just praise you for the blades of grass. It's like Diesel's like, come on, man. (laughs) So funny, dude. But yeah. Uh, All right. Here we go, guys. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, God. Thank you for for this day. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the opportunity to to just be a part of this, for Bobby and I to come together and talk about prayer and what that means and the communication that we get to have with you, God. Um, please just go with this podcast. Go with it, every, like everybody who listens, God. Just let them um, understand that the prayer is a communication with you, that we're just talking with you and that we need to listen for your answer, God. Um, and that your answer might not always be what, what we want, but ultimately we want to have that relationship with you to understand that you have answered that prayer, God. Please, uh, just be with us this week. Uh, we ask that, those who are listening, that they continue to listen, that you touch them, that you open their hearts, God, that anybody who just happens to stop by this podcast and starts to listen and grab a hold of them, Lord, and and work, uh, work in their lives. Let them see who you are. Um, let them see your communication and understand your communication through the scriptures, through prayer, through worship, God. Um, we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.